0: Welcome to the Octavius Gould Experience, and I am your host, Octavius Gould. I am leveraging 25 years of leadership and entrepreneurship experience. The objective of my podcast is to give my business professionals out there some nuggets that will help develop your business acumen, as well as help you avoid the mistakes that typical entrepreneurs make in their business career. Today, I'm excited to bring to you episode number four, titled Avoiding the Pitfalls of Entrepreneurship. In episode three, I discuss the 10 most prevalent reasons why entrepreneurs fell. Today, I'll communicate in more detail six ways to avoid the entrepreneurial pitfalls. Let's start with number one. You must become a subject matter expert. It's imperative that you start a business that aligns well with your expertise and business background. You must know your business inside out. You can do that by perusing everything related to your industry. Books, trade shows, research reports, and more. Also take the time to develop relationships with your customers and suppliers. It's an opportunity for you to pick their brain, to ascertain their pains, what keeps them up at night as well as their current reality. And then you should also join industry trade associations. The reason being is they provide so much compelling content on their website as well as in newsletters and webinars. And then attend trade shows. You wanna make sure that you make key contacts. For example, Three years ago, prior to the pandemic, I was coaching two entrepreneurs. I communicated to both the importance of attending trade shows and developing relationships and then maintaining those relationships thereafter. One didn't listen to me. Four months after I stopped coaching them, their business went under. Now, I'm quite sure there were more reasons than them not listening to me, (laughs) but the other one did. They were a sponge. They listened to everything that I communicated and did even more. They went to trade shows on a regular basis and they developed relationships and they were really able to pick the brain of the attendees and understand one, how to become better at positioning their value proposition, but also what are some of the challenges that they needed to overcome as an entrepreneur in that marketplace, in that industry. So become a sponge, learn everything that you can about your industry and know your business. You got to practice your craft. Number two, It's important to develop a sound business plan. There's a quote, an entrepreneur without a business plan is like a bird without wings. A business plan is the pathway to your success. It must be well-written, strategic, and tactical. It creates a benchmark against which an entrepreneur can measure their small business performance. And here are a few resources that will allow you to get access to business plans for free. Docracy, Score, B-Plan Templates, Later Blog, and last but not least, the SBA, the Small Business Association. And that is my favorite because not only will they give you resources to develop a business plan, they will also give you access to loans. For example, right now they're giving disaster loans up until I think December 31st. And then they'll facilitate webinars that will really teach you and help build your financial business acumen. So definitely go to sba.gov and tap into that free resource that's very valuable. Number three, you must manage financial resources. Financial failure is one of the most typical reasons why entrepreneurs fail. The best defense against financial failure is to develop your financial business acumen. It's going to allow you to make business des- better business decisions. You also want to keep your finger on the pulse of your business and your personal financial health. And don't mix the two. Set up a business account. That's mission critical. Another thing you want to do is to estimate how much capital you need upfront to start your business. And once you ascertain that, make sure that you have double that amount. OK, then maintain cash flow because cash flow is your most valuable financial resource. Time is probably your biggest asset, but cash flow is your most valuable financial resource. Profit is essential to long-term survival, but cash flow will help you keep the lights on. Keep in mind, the faster your business grows, the more cash it will chew up. Number four, you must be able to comprehend financial statements. It's a vital management device. It's also a reliable indicator of the financial condition of your business. Most people only focus on their financial statements when it's time to prepare their taxes. But you want to make sure that you take the opportunity to review your financial statements and more importantly, understand those statements on a regular basis. For one, you should be preparing your taxes on a quarterly basis and not annually. For example, when I started my business in 1997, I mentioned in previous podcasts that we were profitable month one. So I was spending that money. When it was time to put my taxes together, I think it was March preparing for that April 15th deadline because we were so profitable year one, my tax bill was huge. So yeah, I got into that dump of trying to climb out to you know, pay my taxes, and I learned from that mistake and made sure that years thereafter, I did my taxes on a quarterly basis. And that's a smart way to do it because you don't wanna get behind the eight ball when it comes to your taxes, okay? Uncle Sam doesn't play, as many of you may know. Another thing you wanna do is be on alert when you're going through your financial statements for declining sales, rising debt, slipping profits, and decreased working capital. As I mentioned to you, cash flow is one of your most valuable assets, so keep your finger on the pulse at all times as it relates to your cash flow because it's all symptoms of potential health issues. I recommend working with a financially savvy mentor or a business coach who can help you along the way, especially year one, two, and maybe year three. Another thing you can do is watch videos on YouTube. You'll be amazed at the compelling content that's on YouTube. You know, this is episode four of my podcast and I took two months of perusing YouTube and literature on the internet to ascertain how to go about purchasing the right equipment and go about doing a very compelling podcast. And I'm getting better every day because I continue to practice my craft. Number five, become a leader of people and not just a manager. Let me say that again. You must be a leader of people and not just a manager. Anything you do, Keep in mind, I don't care if you're selling a service or a product, it's still a people's business. And your employees and the independent contractors you hire will determine your success. And more importantly, if you can sustain that success, you must be a coach and developer of people. You want to create a coaching culture within your organization, even if you only have two employees. Because if you only have two employees, that means you all are wearing multiple hats. It's important to empower and inspire your team members to excel. There's a difference between being a manager and a leader. We can always talk about that later because this podcast is all about entrepreneurship and leadership. The biggest challenge that many entrepreneurs have is they, they don't trust the people that they hire and they fail to delegate. You can't do everything. You can't be everything to all people. So trust the people you bring on board. Here's what I always tell people. Attract talent, retain talent, and unleash your talent. Number six, You are the business, so stay sharp. Entrepreneurship is a journey, not a trip. You must be physically and mentally prepared for strenuous days, and that's basically every day. (laughs) You know, you gotta reduce stress, meditate, eat better, relax, exercise. For example, I would say probably since 2015, I would get up every day at 6 a.m., six days a week to work out, and I'm 53 now, and I still do it. Some days, 5 a.m., I am in that gym. I'm turning on the lights. No one's there. I just turn on my music. I even went from listening to my old school rap to now listening to podcasts, motivational pieces, because I want to get energized. I want to release the stress, but really get ready to be on point that day. So I don't need to listen to music anymore. I've listened to enough music over my lifetime. I want to understand what other people are doing, listen to podcasts to really understand business, to enhance my business acumen. Then make sure you get the proper sleep. You know, I used to be bad at this, talking about how much I was on the grind, you know, the hustle, grinding all the time, 14, 15 hours a day, and I'm wearing that grind like a badge of honor. Even though I only need five hours of sleep because I'm conditioned to work long, strenuous hours because I work out every day. You wanna make sure that you're getting appropriate sleep. Whether that's seven hours or eight hours, you got to really understand your body, your mental capacity and what's best for you. For me, it's five hours, sometimes four. But again, I work out six days a week. So figure that out for yourself. Here's another story that's interesting. I was consulting a scientific technology company in a soccer industry. And so they would test your speed, power and agility. They had already raised maybe $500,000 and now they were going to raise even more. I think they were looking to raise three to four million. So I had an opportunity because I was consulting them on the sales and marketing aspect of their organization for the first time to be privy to meetings with some of the top financial institutions in New York City. So I'm sitting at this office in New York City and we're at the boardroom table and owner of the company. And he's the entrepreneur, used to be a former professional soccer player. So he had all the experience and knowledge, some of the things I talked about earlier in this episode. But he looked as if he just woke up. He didn't shave. And myself and the CFO, we're in suits, dressed to impress, sharp, ready to go. The investors or potential investors across the boardroom table, they're ready to go. And this owner comes in looking like he just woke up and crawled out of bed. No suit, no tie. As the meeting progressed, I articulated everything that was happening within the sales organization and the forecast. And when it was his turn to talk big picture as the CEO of the company, he was stumbling. And he said to these investors, I'm so sorry. You know, I've been working 15, 16 hours a day preparing for this meeting, getting the business up and going. I'm really working hard. I'm putting in those long hours. One of the investors stopped him and said, listen, we don't care how long you're working. We only focus on results. So remember, your health is wealth. It's important to work hard, but make sure you play hard as well. You know, as I talked about in the past, entrepreneurship is truly the pathway to living your best life. It's a way to gain control over your life, fulfill your central purpose, contribute to your community, reap unlimited financial rewards and leave a legacy for your family. I'm really inspired when I meet the owners of family businesses. Small businesses are the lifeline to our economy. They create so many jobs for people. Imagine creating something that's so successful that you're able to pass it down to your daughters or your sons, and they can pass it down to their kids. You're on the beach in Florida or some exotic island, you're getting calls about the profits that you're reaping that's being garnered by your family members. Because that's what I plan on doing. I'm going to be on a boat when I retire. And hopefully one of my daughters will be CEO of one of my businesses. And I can be fishing, looking at those financial reports. I'll understand them because I told you guys it's important to understand financial reports. They can do everything they want to do, but I will be perusing those financial reports. (laughs) So in closing, my friends, almost all entrepreneurs eventually recognize that failure is a natural part of the creative process. Unfortunately, some entrepreneurs never give themselves a chance to hit a home run. They stay on a bench when it's batters up. Others don't steal second because they keep their foot on first. Successful entrepreneurs are those who understand and have the mindset that strikeouts are an opportunity to improve their focus and keep their eye on the ball. Case in point, Baseball Hall of Famer Reggie Jackson holds a career strikeout record at 2,597 strikeouts, but he kept swinging and he ended up being extremely successful. He didn't give up. When he struck out, he got right back up, swinging for the fence. And more times than not, he knocked it out the park. And that's the mindset, the mentality that you must have as an an entrepreneur. It's important that you maintain a level of positivity. As you know, I call it PMA, positive mental attitude. When you fall down, you got to get back up. But more importantly, you got to prepare yourself so that when you fall, you fall forward. If you're a business owner and aspiring entrepreneur who covets compelling content on entrepreneurship or leadership, please hit like and subscribe to my podcast now so you can be alerted to future episodes. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Carpe diem.